This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Had some preseason games last night. Uh, we had the Ravens and the Commanders going head to head in a game that a lot of betters cared about. We'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. But first, a little roundup of what's going on around the league. I'm Chelsea Messenger, PJ Glasser, filling in for Jenks today. Uh, PJ, you are a Ravens fan. So, of course, we're going to be talking about this preseason game. What are your expectations? for the Ravens and what you want to see in the preseason, because we saw last night, like didn't see a ton of action from the starters, but I am already seeing headlines about Zay flowers and the rave reviews are in. How much do you make of the, the new guys and the rookies that get all of this praise, but it's in the preseason. I think it can be warranted for certain players. You know, I, I really buy stock into it when the players are, are really hyping up a guy, right? Like, all the beat mm-hmm. reporters and everybody who's come to Ravens camp all say how much Zay Flowers has, like, popped out, how great he's been. But, like, Odell Beckham Jr. has been tweeting about it. Lamar keeps talking about how good he's been. Like, when the players speak on your behalf and say how good you are, that's when I start to buy stock. So, I think Zay Flowers is going to be really good. He played on the first drive last night. He had a couple of catches including a touchdown. I mean, you can definitely see like just the twitchiness, how shifty he is, how quick he's got good hands. He's a good route runner. So I'm really excited. I think he's going to be a great compliment to Rashad Bateman and Odell Beckham. Uh, You know, it's always tough Chelsea with the Ravens because they just don't have luck drafting receivers in the first round. They draft everything else. Well, they're great at drafting O-lineman, D-lineman, quarterback, running back, I mean, heck, they even found Justin Tucker, right, as an unrestricted free as a uh, as a free agent. So they find everybody, but they just can't get the receiving position right. Hopefully, they found something in Zay Flowers. But I uh, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be really good. Watching the Ravens too, you know, I couldn't stand Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator, so they got rid of him and they bring in Todd Munkin, who comes over from Georgia. And I haven't seen the Ravens run a screen pass in four years. Chelsea, they ran a screen last night. They threw a screen. I was so happy. Me and my cousins were texting each other. We're like, can you believe this? We got a real offensive coordinator now. So I think the sky's the limit. I'm excited. I I hope they stay healthy because I do think they have a a chance to be a really good offense. Well, that's just the, the key is that can Lamar Jackson stay healthy? Because hasn't that been the issue over what the past few seasons is if Lamar can stay on the field? Because we know this team when healthy has an extremely high ceiling. We know Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. And I'll say this about the receiving core last year. Although it was not great for Lamar Jackson or whoever was throwing the football, Tyler Huntley selfishly I liked it because we could put all of our money 
on Mark Andrews props. Do you think Mark Andrews continues to be the biggest part of that offense? Or do you think the ball spread around a little bit more evenly this season? You know, it's a great point you bring up because obviously everybody has talked so much about the receivers and people keep forgetting that the Ravens have one of the best tight ends in football too. So it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate Andrews because that's been Lamar's favorite target ever since he's been a starter. It's really been his only consistent target that he's been able to rely on. I think you bring up a great point as well, Chelsea, about Lamar's health. And I think the reason the Ravens invested finally this offseason in the receiver position is now that they gave him all this money, they know that he's their guy moving forward and they can't afford to lose him again. They can't afford to lose him for five, six games towards the end of the season like he's been the last couple of years. So how do you do that? You don't run him as much. You invest in the receiving position. You bring in an offensive coordinator who's much more of a pass guy than Greg Roman was. So that's not to say the Ravens still won't be a running football team. They still will. But they're obviously going to focus more on the pass to try and keep Lamar as healthy as possible. And he doesn't try and injure himself running. But yeah, you know, we keep talking Zay Flowers. We keep talking Odell Beckham. But at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson still loves Mark Andrews. He by far has the most chemistry with Mark. I mean, Odell, he's playing with him for the first time. Zay's a rookie. Bateman's missed all kind of time. So the connection with Lamar and Andrews is second to none. They, they know each other so well. And I think you bring up a great point. I think there could be value on Andrews this year because maybe because of all the buzz that Zay Flowers is generating and Odell Beckham, Maybe especially early in the season, we get some good prices on like some Andrew yardage props or some anytime touchdowns, those kind of things. And it might be a good market to exploit. Yeah, we'll see if the books are sleeping on Mark Andrews, because I will definitely be pouncing on all of those because they were very good to me last season. And I am hoping that Mark Andrews continues to be the apple of Lamar Jackson's eye. So let's talk about this preseason game last night, because it was one of the better preseason games that we have seen thus far between the Commanders and the Ravens. Starting off, it was the Commanders' first home game since ousting Dan Snyder as their owner. So you know the vibes were immaculate in D.C. or wherever the Commanders play. I know it's like some, you know, air, outside area uh, for the Commanders. But they won this game by one point. Washington wins 29-28 as short underdogs. We saw money come in on the Commanders all day yesterday, which seemed very strange to me because this line opened at three as the Ravens laying three, the line shortened to one before game time. So we knew something was up because the Ravens had been the cash cow in the preseason, winning 24 straight preseason games before last night. And it finally came to an end. It felt like we saw this one coming and PJ, I know you were on the commanders in this one, so was this the reasoning behind your pick? Did it have anything to do with line movement? Or was it simply that the commanders needed to see more from Sam Howell so we knew we were going to get like a healthy dose uh, of a team trying to run a good offense? It was all about the line movement, Chelsea, and I think it's a good lesson for everybody in gambling. I mean, when you have a team that's won 24 straight preseason games and everybody's talking about it, and it's basically the game's basically a pick 'em. And money's coming in on the commanders. That's probably sharp money. 
I mean, that just screams to you that the commanders are are probably the right side. And look, we know in gambling, nothing's a guarantee. And that doesn't mean that it's a lock, but it certainly means in my eyes that the commanders are probably the right side. And if the bet loses, then so be it. But I mean, the Ravens had all the chances in the world to win that game last night, and the Commanders just kept punching back, and they kept punching back. So you got to give them a lot of credit. Um, but yeah, it was all about the line movement last night. And, and Sam Howell, you know, I thought I thought he was really good yesterday. Ron Rivera played the first-team offense for the entire first half. You talk about in the preseason, right? Like when we watch these games – are there things we can take away? Are there players that we see that maybe we're like, ooh, that guy's going to be a difference maker in the regular season? I got to tell you, Chelsea, I'm liking Jahan Dotson. I think he could have a big year for Washington this season. With Eric Bieniemy now as the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, you look at what Kansas City's offense was last year, right? With Tyreek Hill gone, Washington doesn't really have the speedster that Tyreek Hill is. Nobody does, right? Tyreek's speed is one of one. So what are they going to do? I think the offense is going to be a lot of dink and dunk this season. I think they're going to use Brian Robinson as a receiver. Terry McLaurin, we know, is great as a chain mover. He's great in the intermediate. But Dotson, I think, can have a big season. He really flashed as a rookie last year with all the quarterback issues that Washington had, whether it was Heineke or whether it was Wentz. But I think with Sam Howell, and Dotson this year, that's a guy I would look at, Chelsea. I think he could be he could be one of the the sleepers this season, whether it's fantasy football, whether if you're looking for a yardage prop, somebody like that. To me, he's been one of the guys that has popped this preseason so far. We should talk about Terry McLaurin just for a hot second because last night in the game, uh, he injured his toe, but the x-rays were negative, so that is good news. But still, he is very much a huge part of the commander's offense. And if you're a commander's fan, you're certainly hoping that he gets back on the football field because he is uh, a true great receiver. So we shall see. But just like the preseason is a warm-up for these NFL teams, it's also a warm-up for betters. And PJ, I think the lesson last night was, if you see a line that does not make a ton of sense to you, you need to put a red flag next to it and really think hard before you take the bait because wasn't the bait last night Oh my God, the Ravens have won 24 straight games. They're only one point favorites against the Commanders. This is free money. How many people took that bet? I feel like all kinds of public money was on the yep. Ravens last night. So there's your little warm up for the regular season. If you see a line that looks fishy, it probably is. 100%. And I'm glad you bring that up because Zach Taylor, the head coach for the Bengals, came out yesterday and said Joe Burrow's walking around. He's looking really, really good. Yet, Chelsea, the line in the Bengals-Browns game in week one, Cincinnati's still a one-point favorite. So it's still getting priced as if Burrow might not even play or as if he's still 50-50. I mean, this game was, it opened up at three and then it dropped at two and a half. And then when we saw Burrow suffer that injury, the line got taken off the board and it opened back up at one. Zach Taylor comes out yesterday, says some great things about Burrow. And now Cincinnati is still just a one-point favorite at Cleveland. So you were just talking about this Ravens-Commanders game, which I completely agree with you. Red flag, screamed alarm bells that probably the Commanders were the right side because that line makes no sense. Are you kind of leaning that way with Cleveland now that even though we're not 100% sure if Burrow is like back to his old self, if Zach Taylor is just kind of saying that, 
do you worry that the Bengals might be kind of fool's gold here in week one, only being minus 120 on the money line? Well, even when Joe Burrow is healthy, he has not had a good track record against the Browns. This guy is one and four against Cleveland in yeah. his career. So maybe even with Joe Burrow, you need to tread carefully when betting on the Bengals here. And doesn't it feel like the Bengals start off slow every single season? They're a team that has all the promise in the world, but it just feels like they don't turn it on until like the last half of the season. Do you think that trend continues? I think it could. Both great points you bring up, too. They do slow, start slow. They started 0-2 last year, and as you highlighted, Burrow does struggle against Cleveland. So, yeah, I think they might struggle again to start this year, and I don't know. Might be taking Cleveland week one, potentially. Seems a little fishy. We'll have to yeah. investigate that line a little further. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.